Hola. The following episode was originally recorded in English. Ve a nuestro sitio web theengineeringprofessor.org o visita nuestro canal de YouTube para acceder a una versión en video de este podcast con subtítulos tanto en inglés como en español. Hola, everyone. Finally, I am launching this new podcast. For those of you that don't know me, I am Cindia Rivera Jimenez, and you are listening to the Engineering Professor Speaks Education podcast. This intro episode aims to give you a sense of what this podcast will offer to our engineering education community. First of all, We are proudly bilingual, featuring episodes in both English and Spanish. So, whether you're fluent in one language, both, or simply appreciate the beauty of languages and multicultural perspectives, we got you covered. As you browse through our feed, you will find some episodes with dual versions of the same interview, reflecting both languages, while our guest speakers often converse in both English and Spanish, there might be episodes tailored to the guest's language preference. But, rest assured, for broader accessibility, every episode will be available on our YouTube channel with captions in your language of choice. So I'm going to start asking questions to myself uh, and, and try to answer them. So let's start from the beginning. Who is your host? Uh, I like to take a moment to introduce myself. Uh, first and foremost, I am a podcast aficionado. I have been listening to podcasts since forever. Uh, and every time I listen to one, I said, oh, I wish I could do one. I wish I could do one. So, I mean, um, I think I'm here at this point. Um, so I do have a weakness for uh, uh, like a variety of podcast genres. Uh, my favorite podcast in Spanish are La Brega and Radio Ambulante. Eh, those podcasts are beautifully is about storytelling. So if you want to practice your Spanish, I strongly recommend you to do it. Radio Ambulante is a only Spanish podcast, but La Brega has a very similar format in the sense at like the one that I'm proposing with this project, where you can have access to a similar podcast, right, in English and Spanish. And I always say similar because it's not quite the same. I also like all the type of podcasts uh, between, you know, psychology, education, and, you know, more related to engineering education too, right? I love Hidden Brain. I love Teaching in Higher Ed. Uh, que Pasa HSI? That's a really good one and fun. Um, Research Briefs uh, is uh, one I very established uh, where we're going to have the new one of the new hosts uh, from that particular podcast coming this uh, season. Uh, I also enjoy a lot In the Fume Hood, which is a podcast for chemical engineering faculty. The There's other podcasts like Modern Figures, where it's uh, actually for the computer science community. So 
um, the last podcast that I do like is called Emerging Research in Educational Psychology. So I know that I'm shouting, shouting out to all of these amazing podcasters. And the reason is that everybody has a niche, right? And everybody has an audience where they can learn from. And I am invested in all of this podcast. I will share uh, more details on our show, no- show notes. So the decision to make this podcast doesn't come very lightly. I have been bre- uh, brewing this idea since 2016 when I became an engineering professor at the University of Florida, uh, initially as, a, an, as, as an administrator. Um, you know, I have worn many hats in my academic journey. Uh, I graduated from my PhD in 2011, so, you know, it has rained since then. Right now, my current role is an assistant professor in engineering, engineering education. Uh, my story began after I completed my PhD from the University of Puerto Rico at Maya West. I, stu- I studied chemical engineering. Um, I was mentored by Dr. Arturo Hernandez Maldonado. And as you can imagine, most, most, uh, most of my academic and personal experiences unfolded primarily in Spanish. Using English for me was mainly for dissemination purposes of my research. Everything, the, the classes, the, the texts, the, the uh, tests, everything was in Spanish. And I, I was able to change and know the definition in both languages, depending who was my audience, which I think it is, it is remarkable from the graduates from the University of Puerto Rico, Maya West, or any other bilingual country. I owe a debt of gratitude to the University of Puerto Rico, Maya West, for providing me with a stellar education that resulted in five publications and a patent. You know, I, uh, it is this, this metrics, you know, more than, you know, making me famous or anything like that, right? It actually instilled confidence to this Puerto Rican to think that she can, that she, she's, she's good, she's enough. And, you know, that I, I I can do, I can, I can build a career uh, by myself. So apart from my academic achievements, I embrace motherhood during my PhD years at the University of Puerto Rico at Maya West. I, besides all of those uh, accolades that I just mentioned, right, I also welcome to two wonderful children into my life. Uh, You know, my first semester, I was already pregnant and my son was was born on that December after my first semester. You know, um, it was intense. You know, it was hard to balance in personal and professional roles. It meant throughout my career that I had to be very organized, that I had to make lists and, you know, uh, keep... uh, keep control of this idea of whatever he meant to be a a student, researcher, and a mother. You know, I have to, again, like I mentioned, I I like to, uh, I had to reinvent myself multiple times to ensure that the well-being of my family and myself are being taken care of, right? So once I finished my PhD, my roles have been varied uh, throughout, depending on what I need to change to make sure that everybody in the family was united. You know, I've been an assistant professor since when I finished my PhD, right? I became an assistant professor in food engineering in the College of Agricultural Sciences in the University of Puerto Rico, Maya West. That was really similar. I tell the students that, you know, um, 
you know, being in a food engineering department coming from chemical engineering is like, oh, you can eat your samples, right? Which is something that chemical engineers are rarely allowed to do when we're working in the chemical industry. You know, once I moved from Puerto Rico in 2012, I became a tenure faculty member in chemistry at a community college. And it was there when I started learning about education. I still remember stories where I had to explain what was the mall to a group of students are they're not necessarily going to stem right science technology engineering mathematics area so i was so frustrated that they didn't get it that i went through a lot of research i went to the literature the american chemical society has a lot of like evidence-based practices to teach uh, basic cognitive concepts like them all and i was able to come back to the class and see the faces of my students light up right because they they got it they got what is the mall uh, and we did a hands-on activity and all that so i think through my experience as a faculty Faculty in a community college, I was actually got like enamored and, and fell in love with this idea of education and understanding how others learn. Um, once I, I completed that appointment, I became in 2016 an administrator for an industry sponsored capstone design program in the current university that I worked at. And after that, one year after, I, there was an appointment where uh, I could teach chemical engineering. So you can imagine, like in my brain, I did a PhD in chemical engineering. I have to teach chemical engineers, right? So for me, it was kind of like full circle at that point. Um, and then during the pandemic, the pandemic hit, and I don't know if it was a midlife crisis that I turned 40 at that year in 2020, or the fact that the world was a uh, chaos, that I wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't doing research or getting funding from the National Science Foundation, not because I couldn't, not because my PhD was a from the University of Puerto Rico is just because I liked what I was doing. So I decided, you know, let me just try it and let me just see how I can do that. And I was able to meet um, an amazing, um, amazing person again who studied with me at the University of Puerto Rico Mayagüez and joined that year the, 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 the current university that I work at, Dr. Idalis Villanueva. She's going to be in one of the episodes in this season. So through her advice and mentorship, uh, and mentorship right, and, you know, and her support and constantly telling me, you, you, your ideas are good. This is good, right? I was able to, uh, you know, it leads to this moment that I am right now. I'm, right now, I'm an assistant professor. This is my second uh, year starting. So um, it's been a, a kind of like a beautiful, you know, story. And I'm really happy where I am right now. It's kind of like building upon uh, all of my experiences. And, you know, the challenges became my strength. So I hope that gives you a little bit of insight of who I am. You're going to learn from me throughout the whole season and every other season, right? And the idea is that we can have conversations with the speaker. And of course, I'm going to bring my own experience to the table so we can uh, meet each other and, and, and learn more about each other. So I guess the next thing to ask is, what is this <laughs> podcast about, right? It's, it's bilingual, it's monolingual, it's multicultural, it's engineering education. What is it, right? So 
my idea, right, as I became this new uh, assistant professor, I come from a technical engineering background, and many engineers and many PhD engineers, we finish our PhD, and we, we start teaching without really getting any previous training on, 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 on teaching practices or, you know, on education, on understanding how uh, engineers learn. And I just want to point out that that is so crucial. Um, I'm teaching a course this semester called uh, Cognition and Learning. And that course is so interesting because engineers need to have, and we say this, right, when we teach our students, engineers have a special mindset, right? So that means that we need as professors to learn how they learn, how they are actually acquiring the knowledge, and how the way we teach students from other disciplines may change and may uh, may be adjusted depending on the type of work we want our engineering students to learn, which typically turn to be very advanced, applying, evaluating, creating learning outcomes. So, you know, through that desire, I said, well, if based on, I, I did, I do a lot of professional development, right? So based on all of that, I would say like, why, why I don't do a podcast on helping engineering faculty speak education, right? We are, um, you know, we are already, you know, scholars in our own discipline and domains. We just need, you know, a little bit of help. What type of papers should I read? What type of topics? What does it mean to have evidence-based practices, right? So with that, I, I kind of like thought about the type of theme and central theme about this podcast. I will say that my goal, right, is to explore the vast and the interesting world of the of engineering education. Um, you know, and when I say exploring, it means going very deep into three main areas that I have kind of like group or the pillars of my podcast. You know, this idea of the art the science and the politics, right, of being an engineering educator. So let's break that down, right? So when I mean the art, this isn't just about textbook teachings. It's about the techniques we use to truly engage with our students. How do we cultivate an environment that welcomes everyone? How can we use real life stories and examples to illuminate complex topics? You know, the to pursue the art of teaching is pursuing also transformational education, right? To transform the way our learners really learn. And then it comes also with, the, with so when I was doing my teaching as a teaching faculty, I thought everything was about the art of teaching. But then I realized, particularly about that example that I told you about the concept of the mall, right? There is some science be behind teaching, right? We're talking about what rigorous evidence-based practice, uh, practices shape the way we teach, shape the way students learn. Um, the research that goes into the most effective ways to impart knowledge and the ever-evolving technology we can harness to enhance the learning experience. And this is so critical because 
Indian educators are tackling the science from multiple parts, right? We are going to see people doing research in social sciences, right? Research in education, research in mental health. There's going to be a lot of uh, the way we educate as part of society. But there's a lot of new uh, engineer educators uh, that are trying to use technologies like machine learning, uh, AI, a VR, right? Uh, visual reality uh, technologies to enhance that learning experience, you know, and these are not just interventions. You need to collect real data and how humans interact with technology. So again, science, the science of teaching is a very critical central part, right, of my podcast. And then the other part is the politics. Uh, we cannot remove the institutional politics, the policy regarding helping our our students to learn better, right? In this area, we taught, we will touch upon the structures that run our academic worlds. And we understand that, right? We have our departments, we have our institution, we have our colleges, right? We have, if we go to professional societies, right, that, that's a big community that dictates, right, some of the ways we do teaching and learning. Uh, we also have, you know, the industry, we have multiple stakeholders that they do provide structure on the way of doing, they kind of like dictate the, the culture and the norms and the values and who end up being an engineer and a scientist, right, in our communities. So again, this idea of understanding the hierarchies, the processes that validate our courses, our teaching, our programs, and the dynamics of the faculty, you know, decisions that shape our daily academic lives. So again, is what I strive to do in everything I do. I am, again, not a perfect teacher, not a perfect mentor, but I do love learning. I do love receiving feedback. I do love providing that feedback. And I love our community, our Indian education community. I think it's one of the most welcoming and most uh, engaged and really committed, right, uh, that I have met so far. Um, so I'm happy to welcome you to this podcast and have this conversation. So the next part about the overview of this podcast is the goal is to kind of like help not only to learn educational concepts, educational jargon, right, as uh, that we can apply as engineer educators, but we also want to become, to make bridges, right, between the worlds of art, science, and politics within education, within engineering education. This is important because the blend of these three elements is vital in shaping the holistic experience of engineering education, particularly for our students and our community members. The science fortifies our teaching methodologies and the politics navigates the curse for shaping the tomorrow's engineers. Our choice to feature speakers in both Spanish and English is a very extremely conscious one. Actually, it was really scary at the beginning thinking that 
you know, I need to speak English. I just want to say that my first language is Spanish. So sometimes I looks like I'm reading and sometimes it looks like I'm or sounds uh, like I am I'm talking and it's because it's exactly that what is happening. So I do need to script my communication with all of you. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm learning, I'm being kind to myself in terms of how I'm speaking, speaking my English. So again, I just, I wanted you to, to see the power of diverse perspectives and by inviting bilingual experts we're not just broadening right our audience reach to me be more global there's people that don't speak english that only speak spanish that uh, or have access to the spanish language that are missing out from the conversations right that we're only having in english but you know we're also with this bilingual project we want to dig deeper into the reach tapestry, if you want to call it like that, of knowledge that exists in both linguistic realms. This dual language approach, I think, right, ensures that no stone is left unturned. Everybody has their chance to talk about what they care and the context, right? The research that we do is very contextualized. And also, right, that not inside is left unshared. That is my goal with having this bilingual conversations. So you see, while our conversations are wide ranging in depth, type, you know, content, they resonate mostly deeply with particular kind of individual. And that may be just you, right? If you are an educator, a student, or an ever curious mind about Indian education or, 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 or science, right? How to teach science, this podcast may be for you. So also, if you are someone who seamlessly switches between English and Spanish, or even if you're primarily speak one but have deep appreciation for the other, you are our kind of person in this podcast. And speaking of switching between languages, let's touch about something very close to my heart that you will see in this podcast, and it's the topic of code switching. Actually, there's a whole podcast that is called Code Switching that is phenomenal. I will also add it to the show notes. Particularly in linguistics, code switching refers to the phenomenon where a speaker alternates between two or more languages within a single conversation. Por ejemplo, ahora estoy hablando español, and now I'm switching to English. And here, we're not just embracing both languages that, that I'm fluent in, but also I want you to feel every word, every sentiment, the way we can say the same things. And even my voice or tone is different in one language and the other. And we want you to experience the beauty, the rhythm, and the raw emotion that comes from code switching, making our conversations reach authentic and vibrant. So to you, our idea, a listener, this is our commitment to you, right? To offer a platform that is as inclusive as is insightful and to continue to explore the depths of what makes Indian education truly transformative. But again, you're not going to subscribe or follow or share or recommend, right, this podcast until you really understand the value proposition, right? We are engineers after all. So I do want to make a, uh, take a moment, right, to share why the engineering professor speaks education is special. Uh, you see, 
There's a lot of podcasts out there and I told you I'm a fan of many of them, but I believe that we're trying to carve out a unique space that we believe will resonate with you. First, we pride ourselves, like I mentioned, right, of being, uh, of having bilingual perspective. You know, every piece of content here uh, will be offered in both English and Spanish, at least, you know, at some form on, in terms of captions, right, for the video. So whether you're turning in from uh, the heart of the Americas or Europe or any corner of the globe, I aim to speak your language. Second, right, the approach is all about holistic exploration. We're not just skimming the surface, we're digging deep, right, into the art, science, and politics of engineering education. It, it I envision uh, this to give us, right, like 360 degree view that ensures we're touching every facet of this expansive realm. Uh, and as we bring the speakers, we go deeper, right, on what they're specifically doing and then go back and zoom out, right, and see how that impacts the bigger picture. I, 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 learned, I learned from a mentor. She told me, right, Cynthia, knowledge is powerful. And that's something that I carry truthfully in my heart, you know, but the, the key question is, so what if knowledge is shared too, right? My, in my I, I share everything. Like if you ask me some, for something, I will share. I will show my class. I will share anything, my space, if uh, we need to share a space, right? Because I believe that sharing is transformational. You know, that's why we are going to prioritize writing this podcast, bringing experts in collaborations. Uh, in each episode, you will hear from leading minds, seasoned experts, and groundbreaking researchers and teachers hold share their wisdom insights and experiences with you we also put a strong focus on innovation right particularly educational innovations uh, it's not just about theories it's about actionable insights tools and techniques that you can take away and implement your roles as educator leaders or learners lastly our podcast foster an inclusive community. Whether you're a seasoned educator with decades of experience or a newcomer just stepping into the world of engineering education, this space is for you. We celebrate, learn from you, and grow with each other. So if you've been looking for a podcast that truly understands the multifaceted world of engineering education and bridges it with language, innovation, community, look not further. We are thrilled to have you on board. So this is it. I don't want to like overwhelm you with the excitement. I'm very excited about uh, this podcast. So again, if you want to help us, go ahead and watch the first episode that should be launched with this first intro episode. You know, if you do like us, as soon as you can, give us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Please share this podcast with a colleague, maybe your department, students, or your social media networks. I will be active on Twitter, LinkedIn, 
LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. So please go ahead and share our website or our social media. And we will have also feedback form uh, and, you know, to see if you have any ideas to suggest people or speakers. Again, the speakers that I'm reaching out right now is through my network, but I'm expecting right as, as this podcast grow uh, with you and with this amazing and beautiful community we're building together, we're going to be able to have more people coming over. You know, uh, right now I'm focusing on professors, but I'm, ex- I'm willing to expand to any other person, right, that is involved in education, particularly uh, educating engineers and uh, scientists. So again, again, thank you for joining us. Please uh, listen to episode one with Dr. Ana Maria Porras. You're going to enjoy it. Again, it's both in Spanish and English. And hasta luego. Bye.